Welcome back to the Future Self program. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Personality Isn't Permanent. Yesterday, we talked about the need to clarify your future self and also the recognition that whatever future you have in your mind is the thing dictating your current identity, your current emotions, your current behavior. And, that, and what's amazing and interesting about this, just for a little context, is I'm filming this at the moment in you know the COVID-19 situation. And a lot of people because of the uncertainty of the future actually and because they listen to negative mainstream media they actually have a negative view of the future <clears throat> it's even been said by peter Thiel, who's the billionaire in the book zero to one that in europe they have what's called a definite pessimistic view of the future their view of the future is pessimistic and if your view of the future is pessimistic then you probably don't have a very powerful present your present is probably in the form of distraction addiction um, depression and so whatever view you have of the future is the thing driving you. And you need to be very careful about what impacts your view of the future. Um, there's a quote from Zig Ziglar. He says, your input shapes your outlook. And that's just fundamentally true. Your input shapes your future. And so you want to be very careful of what you're letting into your head. That, a lot of that's experiences. As I've talked about in the previous video, subconscious enhancing experiences. But a lot of that's just the information and the people you're with, the environment you're in. Everything coming in is impacting your view of the future. And I'm going to show you a little bit about the science of hope in this video, but just for a quick thought, there's a lot of research on the difference between high hope people and low hope people. People with high hope are very committed to their goals. They also have extreme levels of accountability um, and they listen to media that helps them achieve their goals and they avoid media that basically hurts their hope. Your hope towards the future is your belief that it's possible and it's, it's also your ability to find a way to create it. They call it the will and the way in psychology. Well, people with low hope, they listen to media that justifies their reason not to have hope, which I would say is a lot of the stuff on social media and a lot of the stuff on mainstream news is literally designed to make you fearful towards your, you know, and it's literally a part of it's to remove your sense of agency. An aspect of hope is that you have the agency or the ability to actually make that future happen. And I would say a lot of media out there is designed to literally make you believe you don't have the choice to create the future you want. A lot of it's to eliminate your sense of agency so that you don't have hope, so that you maybe are either fearful, apathetic, you're not doing anything. So you gotta be super aware of the influences that are shaping your view of the future. Because the th your view of the future is what's driving your present, but the things that you do and the things you experience influence your view of the future. And you can have subconscious enhancing experiences where, and you can build confidence and you can, increasingly have a very imaginative, powerful, exciting future that's driving you, or you can have a future that's literally worse than the present because you're so afraid and pessimistic about what's gonna happen in the future and you believe the future's gonna be worse than the present. And if that's the case, you're in big trouble. So in the last video, I talked about how your future self is your responsibility. The view you have of the future is your responsibility. Um, but now I'm gonna talk about a concept called keystone goals. So in the book, The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg, Charles Duhigg talks about a concept called keystone habits. And a keystone habit is one habit that locks everything else into place. So for example, if you start, you know, I'll use my mom as an example. One of the things that she really wanted to do as a habit was do yoga every single day for 120 days. And she started doing that and she locked that habit in place. And that was kind of her keystone. But once she really got into that, she was like 30, 40 days into that, she started to do other amazing things. She started to, you know, get her health in order in other ways. She started to get financially more successful. She started to, because that one habit was creating ripple effects in all the other areas of her life. And ultimately it was helping her build confidence and it was helping her to get excited about her future. 
So that's the idea of keystone habits is that one good habit, if done consistently, can ripple out and actually impact all the other areas of your life. Well, the idea of a keystone goal is that you have one key focus target, one key outcome that literally makes everything else in your life possible. So in the last video, I talked about how you need to clarify your future self, whoever it is you want to be. But you need more than just a broad view of your future in order to, to accomplish it. You have to actually turn it into a measurable outcome. It could be an experience. It could be a number. Um, but you need to turn it into a goal, an outcome that you can actually achieve. And so I'll give myself as the example, and I've probably done this already in the course, but when I was in my undergrad, my future self was in graduate school studying psychology in, in a PhD program. So my keystone goal was to get into a high tier PhD program. Because if that goal became true, if I actually achieved that goal, then I, would, then I would be able to become my future self. And so once I was in graduate school and in early 2015, I, I got really excited about the idea of becoming a professional author so that I could write great books. And so in order to actually become that version of my future self, I needed a goal, a specific outcome, which I could then find a path to getting there. Because a huge aspect of hope and motivation is not only to have an exciting future, but you need a goal and you need a path to creating that goal. You, if you don't have a path to getting where you want to go, you won't be motivated. <laughs> you, you won't do anything. And so you need a specific outcome so that you can then generate a path, which becomes your daily process for getting there. So for me, when I decide I want to be a future uh, professional author, I ultimately decided my keystone goal would be to get a six figure book deal with one of the major publishers. And it, it's not like I just came up with that goal in my head. Again, like the Charlie Trotter experience, I had to actually get a lot of experience and context. And so I would ask a ton of professional authors. I asked a lot of literary agents. And ultimately, I decided that goal after having several conversations. Once I had that goal, get a six-figure book deal, then I could start to reverse engineer the process. Well, how do you get a six-figure book deal? I'd Google it. I'd ask people questions. I then came to the conclusion that I had to get hundreds of thousands of email subscribers. So then I had to learn how to do that. And that's what ultimately led me to becoming the number one writer in the world on medium.com was me seeking to be, get a six-figure book deal. That, was, that one goal was the thing driving me learning how to become a viral blogger um, because the goal shapes the process. And so whatever future self you have, you need to turn it into a measurable goal because your brain really likes things that are measurable. This could be an experience or it could be a number. You know, for me, it was to get a six-figure book deal. For you, it could be cross the marathon you know, at 300, or three hours and 30 minutes. It could be have $5 million in your bank account. It could be die on Mars. Um, but it needs to be something that is quantifiable. Like it's something real and tangible. So then you can start to figure out through your morning journaling and through your, you know, through, you know, your education, through studying, through getting mentoring, how to actually get there. Let me share with you my screen real quick. So I was actually going to write a book called The Necessity of Hope. And uh, my publisher currently rejected it. But I want to show you something. So I love this quote, without hope, there can be no basis for agency, which informs goal or goal directed action. So if you don't have hope in your future, then you can't have a sense of agency. You know, agency is the belief that you have the ability to choose. And so in order to have hope, you need three things. You first off need a view of your future that you want, your vision, you need the sense of agency that you actually can do it. And you need the strategy or the pathway to getting there. This is called pathways thinking. You need all three of these things to have hope. And hope is the basis for motivation. You can't have motivation without hope. Motivation is obviously the, the, the impetus to, to go. The more hope you have, the more motivation you'll have. And the more you make progress towards your future, the more you clarify that path towards your future self, 
the more identity capital you'll have, or the more confidence you'll have. And so this is my challenge for you. Take the time to really think about who the person is you want to be and then turn it into a quantifiable goal. And if you don't know what goal to set as far as your keystone goal, then you need to get some information. You need to start studying people or aspects of your visions. Ask people questions who have already been where you want to be to some degree. Um, or just start studying how to actually get there. You ultimately need to define a measurable goal. And then in that way, you can start to create a process that will allow you on a daily basis to become your future self. You need a specific goal that turns into a process. And, within, and that process is your pathway. And there are, and actually the, I created bonus content. You know, so down below, if you invite a friend to this program, which is free, and I think this is an extremely valuable course, you'll get access to a, a bonus training where I talk about this book, Slipstream Time Hacking, which is something that I wrote several years ago, but I'm now writing the full extended version. And one of the things I want you to realize is that not all pathways are created equal. And just because your future self is way far away doesn't mean that you have to take a linear pathway to get there. There are nonlinear ways to get anywhere. Nonlinear meaning you can get there, you know, you can get there. It doesn't have to take longer. So for example, one goal could be me selling 5,000 copies of this book. Another goal could be me selling 5 million copies of this book. Those are two different goals, which would require two different pathways. But just because I make it 5 million doesn't mean it's going to take just as much longer it might actually be easier to get to 5 million if I find a unique pathway to get there. And so, you know, just because you have bigger goals doesn't mean that they have to be harder. And in fact, there's arguments that I, I love and agree with from Dan Sullivan and Tim Ferriss that actually bigger goals are easier because they force you to find unique pathways to get there. They force you to stop following the traditional rules. So if you want more of that deep dive, um, get the bonus content. All you gotta do is add a friend to this course or invite a friend to the course. Um, it's still their choice to join. But I also think that it would blow their minds. But there is a bonus material down below. In any case, what is, the, what is the future self you have and what is the keystone goal? Once you have that keystone goal, whatever that may be, and just so I'm totally blunt and honest, my keystone goal is to sell firstly a million copies of this and then 10 million copies of this book. And so that's my vision, my goal. Hopefully you help me on that. But what is your keystone goal? What is the one outcome that if it were true, your future self would be possible? What is the one outcome that if it were true, everything else you want is possible? And here's why it's important. This will be my last thought. Motivation, as I've already said, requires a path. If you have five goals, then you have five paths. And if you have five paths, then your brain is not focused. It's like having five tabs open on your computer. Clarifying one goal, which you know that one goal, if you achieve it, will make all of your other hopes possible. That's why you really need to think, what is this one goal? Because if you have one goal and one path, then you can start really getting motivated and really clear, and you can start taking decisive actions in one direction rather than trying to go five directions. For example, and I talk about this in the book, but Andre Norman, he decided his one goal was to get into Harvard. If he had had like four or five goals, he would still be in prison because he would have never actually taken the clear action. The more clear your goal and the more singular your path, the more clear will be your identity. If you're trying to do like three or four or five things at once, you don't know who you really are. <laughs> like that's, it's crazy to say that, but that doesn't mean that you won't do a lot of things to achieve your one goal, but it should be all targeted toward one goal. For example, when I wanted to become a professional author, I got really good at writing viral articles on Medium. That wasn't actually what I set out to do. My, what I set out to do was get the six-figure book deal, but when I started figuring out a process or a pathway to get there, 
I found medium.com and I started blogging because I knew I needed to get email subscribers. And it ultimately led me to getting really good at that. But that's not what I was striving to do. I was, that was a means to my ultimate end. So when you're pursuing a single goal, it will lead you to doing many other things. But ultimately, all of those things better be pointing in one direction. Otherwise, you're not going to be motivated and focused. So you got to clarify, what is the one outcome, the most important outcome that if you get, if it's true and if it's real and if you make it happen, it will make your future self possible, the person you want to be, the situation you want to have, the things you want to do. So it's time for you to clarify your keystone goal. Talk to you soon.